0: You know, we haven't done that in a long time, and that would be good for our team, our momentum, uh, our fans, obviously. But we have to do the little things to make sure that comes to flourishing, and I feel like Against a team like this who is um, a very vet-led team by a really good quarterback, uh, their, their playoff um, experience, it's going to be tough for four quarters, and I feel like against teams like that, you really can't afford to start slow.
1: Terry McLaurin is stoked about the prospect of being 3-0, and oh, and uh, so are we here at the D.C. Sports Huddle. I'm Rob Woodfork, actually the only one to pick the commanders to go 2-0, oh, I might add, uh, alongside a more humble George Wallace and doubting Dave Preston. Still we doubt. He
2: also picked 55 points in the open. Oh, is that?
1: Yeah. How long? Like, what's the? Well, if you're gonna come here and talk in that trash, that's one week. That's two weeks. Right off the bat, (laughs) technically, you didn't cover the number.
2: Yeah. Now, um, at 21 to three, it was. I. I, I, It had a chance to go really, really the wrong way. Oh, a thousand
1: percent. A thousand percent. And it was. It was one of their uh, best come-from-behind victories in franchise history. Uh, Their biggest on the road, I think, since 1990. Jeff Um, Rutledge. Yeah.
2: Can you believe that? I remember that guy. I remember it, too. I'm old enough to remember that guy. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, what would a 3-0 start mean to Washington? I know that they're playing a tough Buffalo Bills team. They are an overwhelming favorite in this one. Uh, You might have weather be a uh, concern as you uh, go into Sunday uh, in front of, again, a sellout crowd. But what would a 3-0 start mean to the Commanders? Well, according to BetVirginia.com, of the 24 teams to start 3-0, 20 would go on to reach the playoffs. That's an eighty-three percent clip. That's when's the this, last five years. How many last years? five years. It didn't say how many years. Okay, but, but the last yeah, the last
0: twenty. The
1: forty-one uh, oh, yeah. percent of three and O teams make it at least to the conference championship game, and six of the past ten Super Bowl participants started three and and0
2: Okay, so let's get something on the table here first. If are, how, is your attitude going to be at, right off the bat swinging? Are we going to ha- are we going to have a good conversation? We're going to have. A, is yeah, this come, is, see this, this is Mr. Preston. This he comes right be, off the top right it's, it's a little look. It's a little. Be that's all well and good. Okay. Uh, I mean the team. This team has started two zero in twenty eleven. went five and eleven. That's right. That I understand all that, but this team is not. That
1: and in 2005, which was the last time Washington started three and
2: 0 last time they won a playoff game.
1: That's yeah, right. I so, but yeah. I mean, it just goes to the point. I know. I, mean, I yeah. agree.
2: I just don't know if this team is. I mean, they were losing each of the last two weeks in the fourth quarter. I just don't know how long you can keep that up, right? Especially this week. So you, it's gonna be so, a challenge. So,
1: so you feel like we shouldn't even talk about three and 0 because this is sort of a I don't want to say fraudulent, no, but kind fraudulent. of a hollow two and I,
2: I think so. Now. You win Sunday, then you're then you're having a converse, whole different conversation. I think this team is actually going to get noticed more on the national, yeah, scale. Well, you, and you look at the team that went three and zero
0: in two thousand five. I think they won their first game nine seven. Patrick Ramsey got hurt. They kicked three field goals That's to win, and then right. they beat I Dallas fourteen thirteen. The was miracle, the Monday Monta- yeah, night yeah. miracle. So, you know, that team rallied to win. This team hmm. in trying to go three and zero rallied to win their first two games.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, this team, two of their easiest games were on the front end of their schedule. This is their yeah. first real test here Correct. going up against Buffalo. But I will say this about Ron Rivera teams. They tend to play up to competition like this.
2: Yeah, we saw last year they went on the road, beat Philly in that Monday night game, beat the uh, Steelers.
1: Steelers when they were undefeated late in the COVID year. Now that 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 comes, yeah, (laughs) I think it was a Tuesday actually. Tuesday or was it Tuesday?
0: That year I don't, I didn't know which day was which half the time. That
1: year was a blur, but I mean the point being there, there's kind of an asterisk on that one. But still, I mean they they have a tendency to play up to teams that you think are going to just blow the doors off them. And they have a tendency to, to to play up a little bit. And quite frankly, you know, I haven't heard many people point out that Sean McDermott was Ron Rivera's defensive coordinator in Carolina. So there's going to be a familiarity factor there. That I mean, kind of cuts both ways, obviously. But I, I think Washington might have more of an advantage than people will think. And again. Sold out crowd at FedEx Field. I don't want to overplay that, but I have a belief that this season you're going to see that team have a home field advantage, mm-hmm. like they haven't in 20 years. So I think with a maybe 75-25 crowd in, I was going to say comm- 25 to 30, yeah, yeah, 25-30 in favor yeah. of the Commanders. Yeah. I think that's enough to. Now last you know, year would
2: be you know this is how the difference. Last year would be 85, yeah, and there'd be yeah. 40,000 people, and then. there'd be right, yeah, right, <laughs> right, there'd be.
0: 25 people. There'd there. be right. just as many Bills fans. There just wouldn't be nearly as many fans. As many people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and the Correct. pretzels would be older.
1: So what about the matchup? I mean, Dave Preston does a great job of deep diving into the numbers on stuff like this. Like, uh, in terms of the matchup with the Bills, do you think that this is a game that Washington can take.
0: It's definitely a game that they can win. It's just a question of, can they keep uh, Sam Howell upright? Uh, There are 10 sacks that they've allowed this season, I think, are the second most in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, Howell's been sacked more than anyone else except for, and I forget who, which team has been sacked the most, but that's a concern. Uh, Buffalo is a top five defense in yards and uh, points allowed they the game that they lost to the jets they didn't lose because their defense underperformed they lost because they couldn't hang on to the football right. you know especially in the fourth quarter in special a special team's breakdown so this is going to if if they win this sunday uh, washington will definitely have earned its stripes they will mm-hmm. we won't be able to say yeah they're 3 and 0 but Correct. Mm-hmm. Who have they beaten? Agreed. They, they, Agreed. Uh, even though the Bills didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year, even though they didn't make it to the conference championship game last year, they've won three straight AFC East titles, and they have been a Super Bowl contending team the last couple of years with Josh Allen, a, a, a dynamic quarterback that is much better than the uh, – world's better than the, the ham sandwich that the commanders took <laughs> on in week one. And he's a guy who you can still say, you know what, Josh Allen has – his best days ahead of him, or he has great days ahead of him, unlike Russell Wilson, who, regardless of what Wilson is able to put together this season with Sean Payton once he gets used to him, you can't say that Wilson's best days are, are ahead Agreed. of him. His his, de- his best days are maybe you know eight, nine years ago, right. if you really want to be accurate. So I think you've got a, a, a fantastic quarterback, a, a, a premier team, and uh, this is an opportunity for Washington to really put itself on the map nationally because you can't not talk about a 3 and 0 Washington team that's beat that beats Buffalo this Sunday.
2: I agree with that. I mean and look and the Bills you want to get a Bills team early in the year they're not clicking yet. No. You know, they've had a good good and bad. Mm. But it's still dangerous with Allen and Diggs and Milano, right. Matt Milano the linebacker, that's what they gel uh, They was talking about him. Yeah, today. I mean, they're uh, too
1: deep at tight end. They have yeah. Dalton Kincaid, well, they the rookie. They drafted the guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Um so I I to Dave's point you win this game, then it's then it's a conversation to be had. It is still a long season, and I still think these first two weeks – well, look, we were talking about the Arizona game and how it's an ugly win, but that's better than a pretty loss, and you had to win that game, and then you get down 21-3, and I really thought that's who they were at that point. I did. I didn't expect them mm-hmm. to come back yeah. on the road at that, at oh, that right, point. right, right. So, you I know, had, that, yeah. that proves something, but also is that more – they stuck with it. I gave E.B. a lot of credit for the way he stayed with the game plan and Sam Howe past mm-hmm. week, and then how you know Deron Payne and Montez Sweat and those guys up and Chase Young they affected the game on defense too. So those guys are going to have to have an effect this Sunday as well on the defensive side. And you hate to play transitive
0: yeah. property of football, but you look at okay, Denver, they're zero and two. They lost to the Raiders, Raiders who yeah. the Raiders got their heads handed to them this past Sunday. By Buffalo. By Buffalo. Yeah. Even though that's the classic West Coast team playing at 1 o'clock, we know about that. Molded. Yeah, the, the Dave pressing part corollary. Of the what do you, yeah. Look, yeah. To what do the, you mean? To, part of the season.
1: Sin- <laughs> <yeah>, stop <laughs> to, that. But to that point, look, the Bills are coming off that win over the Raiders. Josh Allen had a passer rating close to 125. He mm-hmm. looked really good in that game, but they were going up against a team that didn't really have a pass rush. No. Washington has a pass rush, and as many sacks as Washington's given up, they've gotten to the quarterback just as many times. They're tied for the league lead with 10 sacks. So this is a D-line, and, you know, I kind of worry about Deron Payne not practicing Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, But even still, that's a defensive line, especially if Chase Young is healthy and frisky as he was in Denver. They can harass uh, Josh Allen into turnovers. He is what, the most turned-over quarterback in the league over the last few years. And um, and I had this in my NFL preview as to why I don't think Buffalo's going to be the Super Bowl contender that we have assumed them to be. They're in a really tough division, and they have a quarterback who does not get enough heat for the degree to which he turns the ball over. So if Washington, if Washington could turn these guys over—
2: yeah.
0: And
1: not, and that's not a given, but they have the horses to make this a really bad game for Josh Allen, especially if it's raining.
0: And two causes for confidence there: they had the interception by Emmanuel Forbes this past Sunday, the fumble recovery by Jamin Davis that really right. helped jumpstart. That was a play of the game, as far as I'm team. concerned. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
2: They're down twenty-one-three. Uh, so yeah. you've
0: got you, you had. Oh, those, that changed the game. Yeah, yeah and, and and they were driving. So I think. A great opportunity for Washington right here to get things done. I, you look at Josh Allen, he takes me back to my childhood because that's when quarterbacks threw fifteen to twenty interceptions <laughs> and didn't <you even laughs> crucify them over it because of that that was the league at the time. Yeah, you look at play now and you you hate to do deep dives into stats all the time, but. The numbers that we've seen the last five years and at the college level too, video game numbers, you look at Nick Foles, 27 touchdowns to two interceptions about, you know, way back when, you know, within the last 10 years, that's just, that is, those are obscene numbers that you couldn't comprehend back when I think we all started watching football in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Now, um, Yeah, I mean, to that point, I mean, yeah, interceptions, yes. But he also fumbles the ball Mm. quite a bit. Um, And, I mean, he had the four turnovers in the Jets game to open the season on a Monday night. And a team like the Jets reeling from losing their quarterback just four plays into the season, I mean, they should have put a boot on their throat. And I know it's a division game and all that, but, I mean, they're literally Mm -hmm. playing with one hand tied behind their backs the rest of the way, and Josh Allen – literally fumbled the ball, fumbled yeah. the game away.
0: I think that loss will have the Bills sharp this Sunday, meaning they yeah. know what can happen if they take an opponent lightly yeah. mm-hmm. on their home field. <clears throat> I agree So I that. think you, if they had beaten the Jets, if they'd beaten them like a drum, they'd be much more susceptible to upset this Sunday. But I think that's still in the back of their mind, how they, it, they didn't just lose – you, you and even though it was an overtime game, they got that. That's humiliating yeah, yeah, to yeah. lose to a Jets team like that without their quarterback. The way they lost to them, so I'm not saying that they're gonna have a uh, error free game yeah. this Sunday, but I think they're gonna play just well enough. I also think that Washington's gonna have some special teams issues. There's gonna be a bobbled or botched snap uh, not be a bad uh, from Cameron, Cameron oh. Cheeseman. I, I I think I think. Uh, this might be the last week of the long snap. I unfortunately.
1: was I was actually stunned that they didn't make a move at that position. I mean, they had the tryouts on Tuesday. They brought in uh, Jack McQuaid and several other guys, and I'm surprised I, they didn't make a move there because this has been a consistent thing. And I wonder how much of this is on Ron Rivera because I, I think we heard in uh, preseason that it's in his process. They they tweaked something that he was doing. The grip, I mean, the yeah. Grip. They tweaked something he's doing, and he was fine last year. We right. didn't have any problems. We didn't hear about him. And a long snapper's job—you should never hear his name. No. And it's been a consistent issue since training camp. So I mean, whatever they were tweaking, it was a bad idea.
0: You <laughs> can't it, untweak it too. It's like right. it, It's like cooking a souffle. It's like yeah. you can't undo it. And I think that what they the bringing the five guys in, they kind of sent the message that if there are any slip ups, we've got. So that heaven knows if, you know, Cheeseman's going to be able to handle that pressure, if it's going to affect him adversely. Yeah. Perhaps in the elements. Exactly. <laughs> so
2: do you think, and I know the answer to what I think. Yeah. Well, um, of course, yeah, well, I mean, you good. should. You're thinking. All right. Uh, remember, Rivera traded up to select this guy yeah. in 2021. He's a draft pick. He's, He's not, not going to cut pick. him. And if you do cut him, he's not going to cut the cheese. He's not going. to. That's funny. I see oh, <laughs> Hong Kong, we're here on the Yak Attack. I think if you do something with him, I think you're going to come up with a mysterious injury and you're going to put him on IR. I don't think Rivera's going to cut him.
1: Huh? Okay. Or short
2: term IR, whatever. Because you don't. I mean, maybe these other five guys. You know who knows? You could go to one game, and then he botches three snaps, then all of a mm-hmm. sudden you go, then you're trying to scramble again. Haven't they made a move Remember with, with the, the kicker, kicker before blew, blew it. it? They yeah. brought in blew yeah. it. They blew it, and he blew, blew it. it. Yeah. Remember?
0: So many puns. Cutting the cheese to blew it. <laughs> yeah, just a, the, the, the kicking game is the gift that keeps on yeah. giving.
1: Well, I'm saying that I think we're going to get some error-free football in terms of the snapping. I think maybe this is a wake-up call for Cheeseman. And, uh, you
2: just you, don't want it to get to – you don't want it to cost you a game. No, you don't. You, know? that's, you don't. That would be and, my only and, thing. And
1: that's – that's probably that's what needs to happen right. to cost him his and that's job. that's where we're headed, right. 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 Um, I think Washington's going to win this game. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's going to come down to the it's run game.
2: 6.5 right now, right? 6.5
1: is the line, yes. Yeah. I think Washington's going to win this game. It's going to come down to the run game. They gave up over 122 yards in Denver, which is, you know, that's not good, at mm-hmm. 5.3 yards a clip. Mm-hmm. Bills are actually sneaky coming off a big game for – James Cook had seven yards of carry. He had over 100 yards yep, last right. week against the Raiders. Again, Raiders' defense ain't this defense. But I think the Commanders win 21-20. Okay. And right. Brian Robinson has a 100-yard multi-touchdown game because that's how you could you control the clock. Yeah. This is going to be an old-school game. Point. If this is played in the rain, right? the way these two coaches are, this yeah. is going to be an old-school, grinded-out, three yards in a cloud of dust sort of game. So – um, Old or, NFC or, style oh. or or a cloud of uh, mud as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I got the commanders in this one. What do you think?
2: I think, uh, I think they're going to cover. I don't think the commanders are going to win. I think they're going to play well though. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Mm-hmm. I think this team and it, and there are no moral victories. There aren't trust me. Mm-hmm. I know that for a real fact.
1: I do trust you.
2: Thank you. But I will say that at the end of this game, I think people will say, you know what, maybe Washington is somewhat for real if they get into slugfest with Buffalo and barely lose it. I think they cover, but I think they end up losing by four. I'm going to stick with my – oh, I said 24-20 last time. I'm going to say – I'm going to I'm gonna go 28-24. 28-24 Buffalo. You keep giving okay. different scores. No, I- no, no, 28-24. I, the 24-20 was last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. 28-24, I think they cover, and they play well, and they can hang with Buffalo. But in the end, Buffalo, because of your point, I, I was thinking about this before, You, they're not going to be taking these these guys lightly. Whereas before, they might. You're right. And seeing that they come back from 21-3 down, that changes a lot of uh, perception as well.
0: I, I see a winner this weekend, and it might not be Washington or the Bills. I'm not predicting a tie, but I'm predicting weather will be the winner on Sunday. I think uh, right. due to the conditions... It's gonna be a muddy, it's gonna be a slog out there. I see the defense really exceeding expectations, getting to Josh Allen, making some sacks, keeping them out of the end zone. I see the Bills kicking five field goals. I see the Burgundy oh, and Gold missing an extra point, maybe on a bobble or something like that. I do see a safety, thus <laughs> Washington
2: loses fifteen to eleven. I, I was trying to write He's that down. He's not
0: wearing the Karnak hat,
1: by
2: the way. I was trying to keep up with five field goals, miss an extra point. This then a safety is like carry the one. Where are we at? (laughs) I see a game that is
0: that they're in position to win and it just doesn't happen. I think that Sam Howell is maybe the Sam Howell of maybe later this season wins this game or the Sam Howell of next year is mature enough to win this game. I think, that, uh, but I, I think they're right in it though. I, I think they cover. I think it's a fifteen eleven loss, and so people, we're on the same page. People with that. leave this right. game saying, "Wow, right. this team. Okay, they're not three and zero, but we feel much better about them than we have had about a lot of other." Washington teams in the past, because when you look at even even, and we've talked about this, even the teams that have won the division, the 2020 team that went seven and nine, the uh, Kirk's playoff team in what 2015, the RG3 team in 2012, they won the division, but you didn't really feel great about them. Correct. You didn't feel this is the first team that we'll have in Washington in a long time where we can say, you know what? We feel good about this team and how they're playing football, even though they're
1: off to a two and one start. And I'm also going to point this out, if I'm right, Sam Howell will be the first Washington quarterback to win each of his first four starts since 1971, when Billy uh, Kilmer. Billy Kilmer did. It. Yeah, they yeah. went
0: nine four and one that year.
1: He so you should see the grin on Dave's yeah. face right now. To Put another I just, tie in I our think, lives. I think
2: I think they are. It's been a fun couple of weeks, yeah. but they've also been a team that's been losing in the fourth quarter and very easily could be zero and two. They're not right, but I think you come down a little bit this. And way. I think Buffalo is a better. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Buff, uh, Buffalo's
0: no Arizona, and they're no Denver as yeah. far as they'll be able to withstand the uh, the surge. I
2: don't think Buffalo's given up a twenty-one to three lead. No. Well,
0: <laughs> let's see. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I guess we will see Sunday. Um, Fine. Dave Preston on, uh, this week's college football. He's an AP top 25 voter. We respect his opinion greatly, not just because of that, but it just lends more credibility, I think.
0: Well, uh, and there are some intriguing matchups, uh, Friday night, Virginia takes on NC state. Brennan Armstrong, who was the Cavaliers quarterback until last off season set regular set season and career passing records while wearing the orange and blue he comes back to Charlottesville to play for the Wolfpack. that's an intriguing way to get the weekend underway Virginia Tech is at Marshall Saturday. there's a lot of ties between the two schools uh, Grant Wells used to play quarterback at Marshall now he's at Virginia Tech Brent Pry the coach at Virginia Tech his dad played on Marshall uh, in the early 70s right after the uh, the plane accident so that's mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of uh, a goodwill between those two schools but th- the big one that I'm looking at is Maryland at Michigan State. Uh, the Terps were talking about competing for a Big Ten championship this season. They can't compete for a Big Ten championship if they play the way that they have in East Lansing the last couple times. 0 and 5 yeah. uh, on the road against Sparty since joining the Big Ten. And you can't, these this,
2: slow starts, you can't no, have that on the road. This no.
0: is a statement game for Maryland. They need to come out big this Saturday for us to continue to enjoy an autumn of high expectations.
1: All right, that's Dave Preston uh, giving us the, uh, the goods. Uh, George Wallace already walked out to do a sports cast, but he doesn't. Of what Dave says.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be joining us as we break the huddle.
1: He never breaks the no, huddle anyway. No. I'm Rob Woodfork, breaking the huddle with Dave.